hey you thanks for coming in to listen to our podcast this week we have a packed show for you this week let me tell you did you know we're already halfway through the regular season it's week eight we're going to be previewing week eight recapping week seven and then we got a special segment for you guys we're going to be looking at the topper echelon teams of the league and deciding if they're going to be pretenders or contenders did you say topper echelon he did, in, in fact, say topper echelon. That's a new one. I like it. I like it. Roll yeah, with it. I'm, Toppers. I'm, I, we discussed right before I even started talking. This is straight off the dome. Usually have something planned for you guys, but not this week. So I'm going to shut up, and we're going to get into the show. Y'all boys ready for this? How the folks that's gathered around for the best sports talk in town. Got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. Damn! Damn, boy! How do you guys like that one? Never gets old. Very nice. Very I nice. Like it. I like it. Thank you, guys. Welcome in. Episode 7 of This League Fantasy Football Podcast. We appreciate you. We really done 7 of these? 7 of these already. We are pros are you already. Are kidding me? Wow. We are pros. Appreciate you coming in, sitting down, in your car, on the toilet, wherever you are, and listening to our podcast. We have the usual crew today. We have myself, Chris Mitchum. We have the Tim Raider. Let's go. And we have the Aaron Hunt. What is up? And it is the evening of Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. And full transparency, we're in a new location today. We are straight up in our basement, opposed to our living room where we've been. And I think it's a little cozier. I got Tim closer to me. I can try to look in his eyes as Hi. much as I can. I got Aaron over there, too. You know, we're, just, we're a little more cozier down here today. I'm further away because apparently my universal mic picks up too much noise, so... I'm in, I'm stuck in the corner. I feel like I'm five again. You don't you don't have to like kind of show the flaws of our podcast. There, <laughs> if everybody thinks we're in like a super fancy studio with oh, yeah, professional mics and you know a complete sound system with producers. Yeah, I, I was mean, just kidding, guys. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> nice one. Got him. Um, but again, thank you for tuning in. We got a packed show. Welcome to the show. We got a packed show for you today. We're gonna have the week seven review, which honestly had quite a quite a bit of action this week i think more than usual then we're going to go through the standings the power rankings per usual and then we got a contender or pretender segment for you guys and then we're going to go through week eight preview per usual so um before we start as always we got our drinks of the week and are all three of us drinking the same thing this week no aaron cracked into something okay aaron you start what you got i got a founders porter on deck Uh, shout out to founders one of the Favorites of the beer trip we took last summer. Oh yeah. Okay. What was what was the final number of that trip? We hit eighteen breweries in two days. It was a lot. It was something like that. I think it was maybe a little less than that, but definitely in the high teens. We drank responsibly. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course we did. Always. So me and Tim were drinking the same thing, right? Yes, sir. All right, Tim. What are we drinking? Been seeing this on TV, Facebook, everywhere, and I've been looking for it. It is Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. Uh, very clearly, you have to be 21 or older to enjoy this, even, yeah. I think it's because there's Hershey's and big, bold letters on the front. Nom, nom, nom. I think it's delicious. I haven't even gotten halfway through my bottle yet, but I think it's, ooh, beautiful. 
<laughs> mm, it's delicious. All right. Well, anything else before we get into the show? Let's get after it. Let's do it. Let's get into the show. All right, so no more BS. We're just going to jump straight into it in what was the fourth Civil War of the year, I believe. Um, it was between Stretch and Anthony. This matchup was one of the ones that I was most looking for, or I was most looking forward to coming in just because Stretch, number one in the power rankings like he has been for like three weeks now. Anthony was an up-and-comer, highest scorer of the week the previous two weeks. And to my surprise, it actually turned into the biggest blowout of the week so that's great the final score was stretch 179 anthony 119 and honestly i'm about to throw up over the next three minutes because i'm about to compliment stretch <laughs> but his team is just so good <laughs> it's so good the highest score of the week i mean if you would look at his team you got kyler murray the number one quarterback in fantasy football right now you got alvin Kamara, the number one running back in fantasy football right now and you have tyler lockett the number two wide receiver in fantasy football right now. And he, I think he does really well with his flex decisions every week. It's one of my favorite things about having a two-flex fantasy league is you usually start somebody kind of crazy each week. And last week he had the balls to start Boston Scott, and it worked out. Um, as for Anthony, I mean, the magic fairy dust kind of wore off. What a, what a run you had, but, I mean, he was among the bottom half of the scores this week. Granted, he had Adam Thielen and JJ, Justin Jefferson, on by. And I'm wondering, is it time to start ringing the alarm bells for Devin Singletary? Outside of them, he does not have a ton of running back depth. And it just looks like the Buffalo Bills can't run on anybody. I mean, if you can't run on the Jets, I don't know who you're going to run on. So um, Probably the Bengals. Probably the Bengals. <laughs> Shout out Bengals. And then C.D. Lamb for me is uh, basically done. I mean, he's more like C.D. Lame right oh, now. What a <laughs> lame. Got him. Stonks. Um, but I think Anthony despite the result, remains formidable. And that basically what this matchup told me was Stretch is the number one team in the league right now, and it, quite frankly, it's not even close. So like I said, again, final score, Stretch 179, Anthony 119. Yeah, you got to shout out Stretch there. Boston Scott and Giovanni Bernard in the starting lineup. 18 for Scott and 20 for Bernard. Big guts to do it, and it pays off this week. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray – Monday night or was it Sunday night football? What an insane game! I watched the whole thing. Just he went off. Him and Russ. Uh, I'm kind of glad I don't have to play him next week, low key. But we'll get into that later. Yes, and actually, I was talking to Stretch earlier today, and he was talking about how because, like I said, it's a civil war, so they share a household. And I think before Sunday night football, Anthony had a pretty solid shot to win. And then Sunday Night Football comes, and Kyler Murray drops 42, and Tyler Lockett, Jesus Christ is good, drops 53 points. I mean, sorry, there's no coming back from that if you're Anthony. So, um, again, shout out to Stretch. It's him on top of the league, uh, five piles of poop, and then number two. So, again, the final score of that game being Stretch 179, Anthony 119. Myself and Aaron correctly picked Stretch, while Tim... Rick, rooting for the underdog, didn't work out. He's the only one that picked Anthony in that game. I was hopping on the hype train, man. So on to the next match, we have Aaron, who's heating up. And we have Steven and Tim. How'd that matchup end up going? It was going to be a good matchup. Um, yeah, don't look now. Aaron is heating up. Heating up. Two wins in a row. Looking solid. Um, Devontae Adams. 
I feel for you, Steven, man. I mean, he put up 44. He did that against me week one. Um, I was able to actually win, though, so, you know, it's a little different. But Oof. just saying. Anytime Devontae can go off, I mean, he's, like Aaron's waiting on Tyreek Hill to match him, have two receivers go off. You know, he's still starting David Montgomery. I think he's pretty gross, but he doesn't really have a choice, and he stumbles his way to double digits just about every week. So, Solid week for Aaron. Also playing the tight end roulette game. I mean, like Russian roulette, but with your tight ends. I think you're three weeks in a row with a win. Mo Cox <laughs> got a tutty. Trey Burton went the fuck off. And Richard Rogers, <laughs> as I pull up my phone to see who it was, uh, a solid 14 and a half points. You'll take that every time. Outscored Greg George Kittle. You gotta think the freaking bullet's gonna hit some point. Jeez, he can't keep. You can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> How dare he? And uh, let's let's review here. Steven chose his quarterback poorly. The worst of his four options. Deshaun Watson, twenty-eight points. Mayfield, almost forty. Brady and Herbert, forty-four. Jeez. Still doesn't quite close the gap, but makes it a much more interesting game if he would just listen to my advice and play Herbert, you know. Um, also, riding the Kirk train, it looks like he should have done it again. We'll see it going forward. The Cardinals on by this week, but is he an, a legitimate option? We'll find out. Um, final score, Aaron 169, Steven 132. How the hell is James Robinson the number two running back in fantasy right now? He's I don't understand. Scores. Great, great pickup by Steven. <laughs> now, it was a good uh, good feeling to get my second win in a row. I think my receiving core is really the key for my team to keep me competitive in weeks. I mean, if I have weeks where Devontae's going off like that and Tyreek's getting his and, you know, Robbie Anderson getting his 15 to 20, I mean, that makes me competitive despite some of the challenges I have at running back. So hopefully I can keep that up because I think that is going to be my golden ticket to making noise. Pat yourself on the back. You were the only one to pick yourself in the pickums last week. Had to have confidence. Start somewhere. Has to start with me. All right. On to the next one. We have Zach and we have Don, and Zach continues. So many haters, he keeps proving them wrong. All of us chose Don, and all of us were incorrect. Aaron. Yeah, I just can't wait to really shit all over Don's team here. So, uh, (laughs) Josh Allen, New York Jets, 40 points. Easy, right? You know, you think he's probably going to be the top quarterback score of the week going up against uh, the lousy Jets. Jeez, you yeah, know what? About, I think, about, I think no. he's washed. I think he's washed, man. Josh Allen is washed. Don't give in, Don. Give, 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 get him off your team immediately. Don't give in, Don. Yeah, don't fall for the text message Chris is about sending you, Don. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, fine. it's okay. He doesn't listen to the podcast, it, yeah, so he's not even going to. It's fine. Um, Zeke Elliott's O-line is uh, abysmal. Uh, too many injuries everywhere on offense for the Cowboys. Looking more like an RB2 the rest of the season. They're going to load the box against Zeke uh, all season long with uh, Chattahoochee, or maybe I think his name's Jackucci. Danucci. Either way, he's a quarterback. Uh, not good things for the Cowboys. He is a quarterback. But, you know, Don, <laughs> to his credit, he's well balanced. He's got both the offense and defense continually represented. Um, sticking with the Cowboys D through the bad, uh, the even worse, and the downright ugly. Mm, mm. So at least they had contributing points, a total of one. Woo! Um, OBJ's out. Ingram might get traded. Smith Schuster's the third option in, in Pittsburgh now. 
Lindsay's hurt. Don, you're, you're kind of falling off the rails. Can I get a alarm bell? Uh, panic level of five. Oh, he's um, he's calling it. He's calling it. I, I'm calling my shot here. Uh, Don, I'm really sorry, but your team's falling apart on you, man. Question marks with Zach's team as the week progresses. Uh, Cowboy wide receiver duo, Chris Carson. Can he find a QB? But some bright spots help him secure the win, even with Andrews and Cook on by. So final score of Zach, 125, Don, 93. Yeah, Zeke just <clears throat> hasn't been playing well lately. Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. Juju Ingram's always kind of meh, but especially looking ahead, Don's got some big decisions to make, and he he does have two open roster spots he's had for a few weeks now, so we'll see. Maybe he picks somebody up off of waivers. I doubt it, but maybe. I mean, he just doesn't have a lot of fab to work with, you know? Only 100 left. I know. Out of just... How many did we start the year with? Um... Was it 100? <laughs> yeah, 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 100. Yeah. I think so. Uh, for me, I mean, the highlight of this game was the story of the receivers. I think Zach has the Pittsburgh wide receiver one. I do. And Deontay Johnson. He was getting peppered like crazy. And then if you look at Don Odo Beckham Jr. out for the year, adding to his list of injuries that seems to be piling up, Alan Lazard, Tyler Higby, Alshon Jeffrey, Raheem Mostert on IR. I We're going to get into it later, but Don is not looking fantastic so um on to the next game we had tim we had hayden and again tim proving the haters wrong not a great consensus week for the pickums this week uh all of us picked hayden over tim and i think that is why this makes that the upset of the week tim was the number nine in the power rankings coming in and he takes down the number two in the power rankings hayden and let's look at it how did tim do it um, you know, or did he just get lucky? I don't know. After I after I elaborate, you make the decision. But Tim had DeAndre Hopkins, the number one wide receiver in football, baby CMC, and the walrus, Darren Waller, the guys that needed to perform for Tim did. And he did all of this without Josh Jacobs and DK Metcalf. Big black nigga. That one. And by the way, before I move on, that DK Metcalf tackle on Buda Baker on Sunday night. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> he was hauling. I think he was hauling. Clocked at 22 miles an hour. So, yeah. Had to make up for that one time hauling. I lost by getting a attack. He doesn't really make up for it, but, you oh know. Oh, my gosh. Couldn't cross the one-yard line, but can run 120 yards to chase somebody down. Whatever. Whatever, DK. Like I said after that, imagine, you know, 20 years down the road when we're settled down with families and you have, you know, a daughter and she walks in to Thanksgiving dinner with DK Metcalf. What do you do? No, you're you're an upstanding gentleman. <laughs> you're the man of the house now, DK. I think Zach, Zach put it best with the the dollar sign gif. Yeah, right. Very true, but that's just a large man. And if I'm the father, I'm like, well, you're the man of the house now. So enjoy it. <laughs> Here's enjoy. the keys to the car. Yep, that's right. That's right. And of course, you can't talk about Tim's team without him maybe hitting a bit of luck there with having both Chase Edmonds and Carlos Hyde, Chris Carson, and Kenyon Drake both picking up knocks this week. You know, if he can get two or three weeks of production out of those guys, you know, look out. I'm not saying he's going to go on a run, but we'll see. Um, you say lucky. I say I've been planning for a Chris Carson injury all year. I went out of my way to draft Carlos Hyde. All right, all right. There you go. But then you have to look at Hayden, and this is when I say, or did Tim just get lucky? Because Hayden, with the, unfortunately, <sighs> the lowest scorer <laughs> of the week. Oh, my gosh. I mean, when you look at your team – 
And your highest score is the Buffalo Bills defense with uh, 17 points. That's not exactly inspiring. Um, and you, was this the lowest scoring week of Patrick Mahomes' career? I mean, 13 or excuse me, 15 for 23, 200 yards, and one touchdown for a measly 14 points. I know they were playing in a blizzard down there, but still, that's you got to get more out of your first overall pick of the league. And then all of his studs were just like pedestrian. I mean, nobody really busted. Ronald Jones, 10 points. James Conner, 13 points. Alvin Robinson and Cooper Cup, 11 points. It's like nobody really destroyed you, maybe besides Chase Claypool getting a solid negative point too. But, um, you know, it just wasn't a great week for Hayden. And I think we all can kind of agree that he's still one of the top guys. You just had a bad week, and we're all going to have him. So um, the final score of this game, again, Tim, 120, Hayden, 79. Yeah, uh, a win is a win. You win who you win. Um, Aaron Jones was out. Miles Gaskin was on a bye. He had a couple guys out. I felt okay going up against him this week, but even when he texted me Sunday night, GG, I said, shh, don't speak. You still have two more players. I'm just not confident that I'm not just going to get fucked at the last second. Yeah, not much sad there for me. Uh, Tim, well done. You proved us wrong. We had a clean slate of picking Hayden across the board, including yourself, which I think is – That's the strategy, it, it, man. Yeah, you got some reverse psychology working there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully you can continue it and, you know, your guys that are performing well continue to do so. Our next matchup, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as you can see, uh, Chris is pretty excited. Oh, wait. About this I'm, next I'm actually one. so excited that I forgot to say this matchup, our game of the week. <laughs> In the game of the week, we have Chris Mitchum versus Clayton McLean. Records didn't matter in this one. This game was a game that Chris had to have. If he doesn't win next week, the schedule is brutal down the stretch for, for this man. He's got Anthony. He's got Stretch. He's got Steven all coming up. There's no jealousy on this side of the table for playing those guys. Bobby Woods, major disappointment. Oh, my gosh. Major disappointment. Rams offense underperforming across the board this year. There's actually a play specifically when we were <laughs> playing cards last night with some other friends that came over. Shout out to Don and David Gamble. Uh, well, let's just say that uh, it was an ugly, ugly play. And uh, the ball catapulted out of Robert Woods' <laughs> hands to about 10 yards the opposite way and taken back for a touchdown. So you're not going to win when the, those types of plays are happening. Uh, the trade with Tim pays off for Clayton. Uh, Julio and David Johnson with respectable outputs floating right around 20 points. Each and then Galladay and Allen are a solid duo wide receiver. They also perform pretty well. Can Clayton make some noise low key when CMC comes back? I mean, when Christian McCaffrey gets healthy, look out. He might be able to to make some a late season push. We never know. Um, Chris had some key players on by though. I I will admit that he didn't. It didn't help his cause by any means. Uh, he should bounce back though strong next week against Don, who might be the most downward trending team in the league right now. Final score. Clayton 136, Chris 119. Hey, Chris, uh, how you feel about that undisputed, <laughs> inarguable, without a doubt? Dude, you're so dumb. You're so dumb. It is the 
locked and loaded, undisputed, unguardable, high-end running back one, Kenyon Drake, putting up the most elite five points I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it looked, looked pretty bad when he was carted off, towel over his head, crying. I'm just like, you know, very glad I grabbed Chase Edmonds. But Clayton, props to you, man. Uh, I hope Mike Davis was worth it. it you know, good win. Yeah, honestly, I thought I thought my team was the team of destiny. Aaron told me this earlier. I, for whatever reason, I was pretty busy on Sunday, so I didn't get a chance to look at, watch a lot of the games. But I thought I was the team of destiny because I have both Todd Gurley and Matthew Stafford on my team. Of course, Todd Gurley tried not to score, but did score anyways, which helps my fantasy team, right? He gets a touchdown, two touchdowns on the game. Great game for Todd Gurley. But that allows my quarterback, Matthew Stafford, to go on a full pass heavy 75-yard touchdown drive, touchdown pass to win the game. That's like a 15-point swing right there if Todd Gurley doesn't accidentally fall in the touch, fall in the end zone. Um, I, I thought after that, I was like, well, my, I'm obviously the team of destiny. I mean, this has to happen now. And even after all that, I get beat by the bottom guy in the power rankings. So that's fantastic. Aaron and Tim both had Clayton. I picked myself and now I am sad. Anything else to say on week seven guys? No, it was, it was pretty exciting overall. A lot, a lot of good games that, you know, might've turned out to be blowouts, but all across Sunday players were scoring. It was a good week. Fantasy. Yeah, lots of high-scoring uh, teams this week. I was a little shocked that there was not enough or not a ton of close games. There was really a lot of games that were decided pretty early, but um, nonetheless, it was exciting. And Aaron, you kind of want to give everybody an update on the pickums because I certainly can't muster my record out of my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't want to brag, but, uh, <laughs> you know, things are going pretty well for your boy when it comes to the, the pick'ems each week. Uh, week seven, uh, myself, I went three and two on the week. Uh, Chris went one and four, and so did Tim. Um, and overall, uh, the pick'ems weeks one through seven, my record is 17 and eight. Pretty strong. We also got Tim, 12 and 13, floating right around 500, respectable. And then uh, Chris is All right, the. Let's move on to Chris, the power <laughs> rank. Just kidding. Chris is the exact opposite of me. So just take my record and reverse it. Would, would you say it out loud for those keeping track at home? Eight and seventeen. Wow. On to the power rankings. Nice. All right. So, God, I hate you guys. So, um, like Tim said, what was a very exciting week seven also made for a very volatile. Week 8 power ranking. Yeah, thank you, Chris, for that introduction. I am going to do the power rankings reverse. I'm going to start at the top and work my way down. Number one, four weeks in a row, hung like a Bronco. Stretch, I don't see anyone catching you at this moment. We have a tie for second place between Big Ben's Revenge Tour and Mount Passmore. In fourth place, we have the Broad Ripple Swim Team. In fifth place, we have Team Uninspired Youth. Sixth place, let Russ cook. Seventh place, Team Fairlife. Eighth place, Burr's best. Up one. Come on. Give it to me. Give it to me. Ninth place, the Red Rocket. Clayton, out of the cellar. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Which leaves us in 10th place, Team Don Perignon. Sucks so much butt, Don. I mean, down four spots last week, down four spots this week. From week five, six to eight, he's gone from second to tenth in the power rankings on a slide. Who wants – anybody want to add anything to these power rankings here? We got some stuff to uncover. 
Aaron, I think you're way more passionate about this, so I'll give this is your moment. Why is Don tenth in the power rankings? Oh well, Don, I love you, man. But man, when you just look at your team up and down, you got a lot of stuff not going your way. Um, I mean, when we're taking a look at uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, first off, I mean, you drafted him so high to be a wide receiver that was a stud this year for you. He's not even the second option on his team. Um, Zeke Elliott, I mean, the Cowboys are a disaster. Josh Allen is falling off a cliff, it seems like, with his production. Get him off your team right now. <sighs> Don't give in. I mean, OBJ got hurt, and Chris highlighted all the injuries earlier. You're starting the Cowboys defense. It, I think it's just you got to pay attention to your team a little more. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but, you know, th- with this league, I mean, everybody's passionate. Everybody's going to be on the waiver wire. Everybody's conscious about the players. If you don't pay too close attention, I think this is what can happen. So a fair warning to everyone that uh, th- this can happen to you if you slip up and start to not uh, not take as much into consideration. And then I'm going to put you on the spot again, Aaron. So the the Broad Ripple Swim Team, I had second this week. Chris had third. You have him at seventh in your power rankings. Oh, my goodness. Seventh. Wow. Where's the respect? Five and two. Where's the respect? So there's a few reasons for that. Uh, number one, the Cowboys wide receiver duo that he is starting, Amari Cooper, I think regardless of who the quarterback will be, I think you can start him, but you got to downgrade him as far as his output. Chris Godwin can't stay on the field, so I don't care how good Chris Godwin is, you got to be on the field in order to have production. Um, Chris Carson's hurt. Deontay Johnson just got a concussion. So fighting the injury bug, which is not your fault, it's just how your team's faring. And then you're starting Michael Gallup. He's not startable. I don't know why you're starting him. I would get him out of your lineup immediately. Um, and can you find a quarterback? I mean, Gardner Minshew, struggling as of late. Uh, I don't think he's the, op- the the right option going forward. And, man, if Carson Wentz against the Cowboys can't get it done, when can you trust him? So there's just a lot of question marks. You do have Mark Andrews at your tight end position, so you got to give you some love there as far as an advantage uh, at the tight end position. But – Man, outside of him and Dalvin Cook, there's just so many question marks, and I just I think your losing streak is going to start, unfortunately. Zach, you, you win who you win. All right. So <laughs> um, I can now talk to you about the standings here. So looking at the Chipotle division, you know, I was talking to Tim earlier, and we've kind of decided this last week, reestablished who the dominant both food and division is, which is the Cadoba division. But we'll start with the Chipotle division. Still, despite his recent skid, led by Hayden at four and three. Anthony and Aaron, two teams that are hotter than most, on his tail at three and four. Um, Anthony just above Aaron, Aaron on points four. Don slipping and sliding. He's at three and four. He's fourth in the Chipotle division. And Clayton, who's on fire after his last win, <laughs> not really, at two and five. And then you have Cadoba, Stretch, just destroying that division at 6-1. and one. Zach, the only 5-2 five, five and two team in the league, is second. Then we had third is Steven. Fourth, your boy, Team Fairlife. And fifth, Tim, who is also on fire after his second win of the game, uh, second win of the season in fifth place in the Cadoba division. So there's your update. Any comments on that? 
Uh, heading into week eight. Uh, what week do our playoffs start? Week 14. 14, 15, 16 playoffs. All right. So, so we're, we're, we're moving along. Yep. I'm uh, very ecstatic that I'm in the playoff picture. Ecstatic. Uh, it was I'm not very was, ecstatic. I'm I am in very, the playoff very picture. ecstatic. It was uh, not looking great the, a couple weeks ago, but uh, your boy's in it. So we're in there. All right. Now it's time to call some people out. Time to call some people some names. We are going to move on to the next segment and figure out if some folks are contenders or freaking pretenders. Nice. All right, so taking a look at the first team, we're going to analyze Kyle Stretch. Uh, he's at 6-1. and one. My notes on him, I think he's a contender. Explosive team, capable of winning every week going forward. Uh, his team is just chock full of players with high ceilings. At the wide receiver position, he's been bailed out with monster performances that overshadow bad point totals, though. Um, for example, Tyler Lockett this week, 53 points compared to Mike Evans with five. So, you know, when that happens, it balances itself out. Uh, Murray is insane. Uh, he's just dominating the QB1, as we've already mentioned. Alvin Kamara has also been solid. This is just a very well-balanced team across the board. I will say the flex positions are a little weak, just having two flex spots that you have to roll out there every week that tends to be a weakness in most teams, but a top four playoff seed in my mind nonetheless. Yeah, uh, no other way for me to put it. I'd rather play anybody in the league on a weekly basis than stretch right now. Uh, contender for me, the only thing to watch out for are those flex spots. Chris hit the nail on the head earlier. So far, he's picked the right guys. All it takes is a couple weeks of misses. You don't know what the points look like, but contender for me. Oh, Tim, always taking the words right out of my mouth. Ugh, swoon. Um, no. Yeah, not much to add there. Stretch, you're a contender. You're going to be in the playoffs, and at the season we're going to end today, you'd have to be the undisputed favorite. So so on to the next one. You could probably guess who we're going to be talking about. I mean, Aaron kind of already went in on him <laughs> on the power rankings. But unfortunately, Tim and I agree. Zach, I'm sorry. But we all kind of have you as a pretender right now. I mean... You might be 5-2, and two, but for me personally, you're still not really an intimidating person to come up against. And Aaron already said it. He thinks your losing streak is going to start this week. And when you look at his upcoming schedule, he plays Anthony this week. Then he goes up against Aaron, who, again, has been red hot. Then he goes up against Stretch, and then he goes up against Steven. <laughs> that is a stretch. If you even come out of that 500, I mean, I think we'll all be impressed here at mm -hmm. this table. Um Again, you can't really rely on Cooper and Gallup anymore with the the what's his name Coochie. What's his name? Benucci. Benucci. The Chattahoochee. Tinahoochee. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> He's gonna be throwing them the ball, so you can't really rely on them anymore, unfortunately. And honestly, I may not be as low as him as the rest of you guys. I mean, like I said earlier, Deontay Johnson is the wide receiver one in Pittsburgh. You got Dalvin Cook, Godwin, and Andrews. If all of them play well, that can that can win you a week alone right there. But, uh, you know, with you having by far the lowest points against in the league, I think Lady Luck's going to catch up with you. And like Tim said earlier, you are the ultimate example of you win who you win. Yeah, not too much to add. I've kind of already explained in depth about what, what I feel about Zach's team. But uh, I will just add Zach has the lowest points for in the league at 826 and the lowest points against in the league at 797. The highest point total against him has only been 137 against Steven when you consider some of the point totals have been put up. And then he has yet to eclipse 140 in a week. 
Not much new to add, Zach. It comes down to health. We haven't seen your guys play a week of uninjured ball. Your team's just got to be healthy to have that chance to be a contender. And until we see it, I'm sorry, I, I got to list yes, pretender. We're, we're fueling you. You realize this. We're fueling you, all right? <laughs> you fueling the take fire. This run, but pretender, man, pretender. Love that. So on to the next one. We have Hayden at 4-3. and three, And I guess I'll start because I am the outlier here. When Hayden, I say that you are. You're a pretender, my guy. I'm sorry. And whenever I was doing this, I was telling them, I almost put you as a contender and if I did, I would have labeled you as the most delicate, fragile contender out there. And what I mean by that, your starting lineup can compete with everybody. Your running back core of Aaron Jones, James Conner, Ronald Jones, and Miles Gaskin, assuming Ronald Jones can keep the job, is maybe arguably one of the top in the league. And then you have super solid players with Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup in your wide receiver core. I think that starting lineup can compete with anybody. But outside of that, your depth scares the poop out of me. I mean, if one of those guys goes down, you're going to rely on John Brown, Russell Gage, Darius Slayton, Anthony McFarlane. Like, if your starting lineup stays healthy the rest of the year, fine. Yeah, you got it. But the likelihood of that happening is rather low. So do I think he makes the playoffs? Sure. But is he a contender, like a serious contender that you have to worry about? I don't think his team holds up. Yeah, I mean, I have him as a contender, but I will say his wide receivers have been trailing off a little bit, and I think Tim might get into this a little later, but glaring weakness at tight end. Um, running backs make up for that, though, in my opinion, like you mentioned. And then Mahomes, I think he just bounces back. He obviously is Patrick Mahomes for a reason. This is a playoff team in my mind. Yeah, I said contender. Chris, you almost convinced me to switch here. Almost. Oh, I mean, look at me go. I, I think I'll agree. I think contender with the caveat of a healthy team. Mahomes, you gotta, we got to see. You bring in Le'Veon Bell and you draft Clyde Edwards-Alaire. How much running are they going to do? Are they going to set Mahomes free? The weather's about to get cold. This might become a run-dominant team. We'll have to keep an eye out for it. Aaron Jones, that's another guy. Once the weather turns, you expect him to – get more workload, score more, and gain the yards. But, you know, that tight end is the weakest spot. You look at starting Drew Sample. I mean, I love my Bengals, but we picked him in the second round last year, and I don't think he was worth that at all. Um, <laughs> what just like a – what just a pasty, pasty name, too? Drew Sample. Drew Sample. Sounds like, you a, look at him, sounds yeah, like a white, unathletic blocking tight end. Actually, I'll know, take that back. Not unathletic. No, not, not unathletic. You're an NFL player. But just the, sounds like a blocking tight end. The best case scenario the Bengals were hoping for is you get a year or two of Will Disley, big Montana last year. Yeah. But we just haven't seen anything close to that yet. Um, so that tight end and then potentially a second flex. We'll see how Claypool goes, uh, performs going forward. But contender for now. For now is correct. I think we can all agree on that. Health-wise, Hayden, you compete with anybody couple the injury bug decides to bite your team a couple times you might be in trouble so on to the last person we have steven at four and three aaron and i both agree steven get your boxing gloves man you are contending for a title this year except tim just hates your guts and i don't know why so tim why do you see steven as a pretender i'm doing this example here and just until i see michael thomas play I have a hard time believing that you can lose a first-round pick 
wink, wink, nudge, nudge at Chris um, and be a contender. I mean, <laughs> you guys go off every week, but your flexes are just – TJ Hawkinson and Mike Williams this week, there's just – you're so quarterback strong. Props to you for going at it. But I think we get later in the year, injury here, a team just, you know, outside of A.J. Brown and Kittle – you know, the receivers tied in and flexes. You just don't have a whole lot there that I like. All right. Well, Steven, you my dog. You my number two team. You know I got you. I got your back, bro. Tim, coming at you. You can talk about his running backs all you want. I think the rest of his team more than makes up for it. Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, George Kittle. Assuming Michael Thomas comes back, I'll give you a point there. But if he does and performs even a low-end wide receiver one, Good God, what a freaking combination that is. And admittedly, I was looking at his team, and I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, Latavius Murray, you can, you know, ride with him, you know, Mark Ingram, Fournette. I think Fournette's creeping up, honestly. Um, I don't know how long Ronald Jones can hold that can hold that job. But um, I completely forgot he had Nick Chubb on IR. And Nick Chubb, they're thinking maybe he can come back after the after the bye, but we'll see. But I, he'll, he's going to be back for the playoff run. So I think if he gets him back – and then we can almost honestly discuss right now, is Christian Kirk a contender or a pretender? I mean, if he's a contender, good night. I mean, you have Kyler Murray, the number one quarterback in football, throwing you the ball. So he could very well be a contender. And if that's the case, I think, Steven, at least, at least a top three contender for the title this year. Yeah, I'm going to go contender as well. Uh, I think that, you know, once Nick Chubb comes back, and you look at James Robinson, what he's doing, that might be the pickup of the year, especially for Steven, who needed a second running back. There's really no weakness on the team at that point. Um, the wide receiver core will be scary when Michael Thomas decides to not be hurt slash get in fights with his teammates, pissing people off. <laughs> Slant guy. Yeah. <laughs> apparently he, uh, he has a fiery side to him that we don't get to see. But um, it would not shock me to see Steven alive in week 16, meaning the championship game. I mean, he has that capability uh, if his guys stay healthy. I, I think there's the caveat there that, like Hayden, he's a little fragile because if you lose James Robinson, if you lose Nick Chubb, I mean, that downgrades him significantly. Just imagine if he picks the right quarterback every week. Whew. Nice. Let's move on to the week eight preview. Teams on by this week, you have the Arizona Cardinals, sorry stretch, no Kyler Murray, Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Washington football team. Week 8's got a lot to live up to, man. Week 7 was hype, lots of movement in the power rankings. So uh, we're going to go ahead and just dive right in with Tim covering the first game of the week. Chris versus Don. Right now, Chris has a 98% chance of victory. Woo-hoo-hoo, baby. Looking at Don's My team's lineup. unstoppable. <laughs> You got two guys on by, McLaurin and Cooks, OBJ, who's on IR, all in this current starting lineup. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got to get Jonathan Taylor back in there. I mean, you got two bench spots. You don't spend a dollar on Fab. Do you, I mean, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Don, okay. Is Josh Allen for real? You need Josh Allen. You need Jonathan Taylor to bring the juice and have big games to pull off a win here. Set your lineup. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Set, Don, set your lineup. I mean, this is clockwork. Don, set your lineup. Like, just over and over and over. Don, set your lineup. Chris, 
You got a juicy matchup, Jonu Smith against the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals can't guard tight ends for shit. <laughs> um, and like I said, you know, you got Edwards Alaire against the Jets. You got Gurley against the Panthers. Well, doesn't maybe not sound great, but the Falcons are going to score a lot of points in that game. Chris, real quick, I I want to know. I, I just got to know. So. If you somehow miraculously were to lose this week, <laughs> what are you thinking in your mind? Uh, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna love my team no matter what. They're the boys, they're my homies, they're my children. But I'll be real sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be real sad. I noticed that Tim has this as the first potential loser goes home game. Tim, what does yeah. that mean in your eyes? Both of these teams are three and four. Don's been sliding. Chris has been like, like Scooby-Doo running in place, trying to go forward, trying to go forward so I bad. I really have been. Um, <laughs> but I think you get to uh, three and five, one of these teams is going to have a tough time fighting their way back into the playoff picture. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I'm picking myself. Uh, I think I get the job done. DJ Moore has been kind of starting to turn on a little bit. Uh, and a lot of my guys have good matchups, so I, surely, surely I have to get it done this week. Yeah, I'm picking Chris too. Uh, no other way to put it. He's got he's got to perform. Yeah, I got Chris. Don, I don't like your team. <laughs> All my friends are picking me, and that makes me happy. So we'll move on to the next game. We have Aaron. We have Stretch. Who? I mean in another world could be game of the week but we'll see um aaron currently according to sleeper with a 69 uh-huh. <laughs> very nice chance of winning <laughs> according to sleeper and um, we're going in another week another game where stretch again is playing a team that has been playing well as of late obviously stretch hasn't lost since week one and was the highest score last week so if you're picking against him again good luck i feel like he might turn out again and um, honestly, I'll be honest with you guys. Aaron has been talking my ear off about how he's a contender. That's he's right. He's coming up. I've had these bad losses. I'm one of the highest scores. I should be up there in the power rankings. Well, damn it. It's just a week <laughs> to prove it. No more talk. Time to prove it. You're playing the number one team in the league. Luckily for Aaron, he gets to avoid the Kyler Murray, bur- the Kyler Murray bullet train <laughs> this week. And Stretch dodges DJ Chark, so I feel like one of those misses is more significant than the other. Choose for yourself. So, um, But despite that, you're mostly looking at full strength for both squads. And I think when you look at the current lineups, the way they're set, Aaron is going to try to overwhelm Stretch with his wide receiver core of Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Devontae Adams coming off a 40-point bomb, and we're hoping Tyreek Hill can maybe have a Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill game for the first time this year. But then I think if you look at Stretch's running backs, he's going to try to overwhelm Aaron with his running backs. Alvin Kamara, the number one wide running back. And Joe Mixon, who was basically Gio Bernard last week, had a hell of a game last week. You know, And one of my favorite things about our league is it's a two-flex league, so you have some really questionable starts every week. When you look at Aaron, he's rolling out T. Higgins as of now. We'll see if he can take advantage of a tough Tennessee matchup and then you got Stretch, who's currently rolling out Jerry Judy and Drew Locke. Can he perform for him? So uh, after all of that, I've learned my lesson over the past few weeks. He's the number one team in the league for a reason. I think Stretch fights on. I'm picking Aaron. Uh, Stretch without Kyler Murray. 
I just think I, I don't see the points this week as high. Um, I think, Aaron, this is your week. Show them what you're made of. Yeah, got myself as well. Uh, much like last week, I got to have confidence in my squad. Devontae Adams, I think I need to have another big game from him. I also think Russell Wilson is going to be the difference for me, to be honest with you. Uh, if Kyler Murray were in the lineup, I think he goes toe-to-toe with Russell Wilson and makes it uh, a lot more in stretches favor. But I think because of the fact I got Russ cooking, I think uh, I think I'm going to pull it off. But it will not be by any oh, means. It won't be by any means an easy feat. There you go. You guys just chose Aaron because he has a 69 percent chance of winning right now. Dude. Nice. Very nice. Uh-huh. Sure. That's basically a hundred percent chance of winning. What that mean? Shout out sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> really looking forward to that matchup. But on to the next matchup, we have the five and two. Zach and the Broad Ripple swim team taking the league by storm, going up against Anthony. I feel kind of bad because I keep getting uh, analysis of Zach's team, <laughs> and I'm just repeating the same same things over and over. Um, Zach, I, pr- I hope we're still friends after this podcast episode. But, uh, dude, you are battling injuries. Um, hopefully Chris Carson plays for you this week. I, I really hope so. Psych. But if not – Sucks, suck because Tim has Carlos Hyde on his roster. And so my question, my biggest question is, if those guys can't go, Chris Godwin's out, Carson's questionable, Deontay Johnson's questionable, who do you turn to on your bench? I mean, you really don't have a lot of depth there that you can plug and play somebody that you can guarantee points. The Cowboys wide receivers, they just take a major hit. Again, you know, Dak Prescott going down and Andy Dalton going down. That's just unlucky, really. Gallup's not startable, like I mentioned earlier. Cook and Andrews, bottom line, they just better light it up for you. I mean, Cook better have the best game of his career, and Andrews better just get get three touchdowns, or I could see this getting ugly pretty quick. Even with Will Fuller on a bye, there's just too much firepower for Anthony. I honestly expect this to be a blowout. Wow. The fact that this matchup has currently three starting Cowboys in it, or three starting Cowboy wide receivers in it, that's kind of gross. I mean, two of them are on Zach's team. I feel like that's enough right there just to pick against him. Uh, but, you know, Anthony gets his dynamic duo of Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson coming back. Can't imagine you sitting both of them and can't really imagine you having CeeDee Lamb in your lineup. Uh, that is my fantasy analysis for the day. So I'm also yeah. picking Anthony. Can't see Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper and a non-playing Chris Godwin getting Zach enough to get the one this week. Yeah, this will be an interesting matchup. I mean, I'm picking Anthony, but we got to see uh, a lot of lineup changes still have to be made between these two teams. So uh, I'll be very curious to see how they how they look going into this week. All right, so another clean sweep. Everybody picking Anthony in that matchup. On to the next one. We have Tim. We have Clayton, sleeper. Clay- currently with a 50% chance of winning in Clayton's favor. And what I call this game is two booty teams that are flying high after their second wins of the season. Whew. Slow down, boys. Slow down, boys. Watch out. Save some wins for the rest of the league, man. Watch out, watch out, watch out. <laughs> Randy Orton slithering That's what in it there. Was. That's what it is. I was like, what's that from? Watch out, watch out, watch out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, looking at this RKO. match. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at this matchup, is this the week where Tim finally gets to deploy all of his favorite toys? Is this the first time we're going to be having 
a healthy Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf, and Darren Waller all playing at the same time? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> if Sanders is healthy, that'll be the first time. Huge. Huge. Hopefully that can, you know, hopefully that can get him jump started towards maybe a late late run at the playoffs. Who knows? Uh, too bad he misses out on baby CMC this week. God, I love that guy. And then um, when you look at Clayton, what a ride it was. Pour one out for the homie. Mike Davis looking like this is probably going to be his last week with either a significant workload if Christian McCaffrey plays or the whole workload if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play. But either way, this is probably looking at the last full week of production you get from Mike Davis. What a ride it was that, unfortunately, Aaron got to probably ride on the highest points of that ride, and you gave up a first-round pick. But anyways, anyways, on to on – to, don't even like talking about that. Don't shoot a dead horse, man. Right, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and honestly, I look at Clayton's team. Good for him. I think outside of Le'Veon Bell, there's not a lot of question marks in his starting lineup. I mean, his team kind of starts itself – you're definitely not going to be playing Naeem Hines, Michael P. Ryan, T.Y. Hilton. The guys you got in are the your best players, and that's always kind of nice when you have a when you have a lineup that can start itself. You're not benching Julio, Kenny Galladay, Mike Davis, Keenan Allen, Travis Fulgham, all-star wide receiver. Um, I think the only question mark you can have on Clayton's team is Le'Veon Bell. Uh, is he going to get more of a workload this week? We will see. I sure hope not, being the proud owner of my little Clyde Edwards lair. But we will see. So because of that, because he does not have a ton of lineup decisions, you have Tim, who's currently starting, Brandon Ayuk, DeAndre Swift. Can he keep it up? I don't know. I just kind of think Clayton, as of now, has more studs. And we'll see how that trade turns out. You know, the trade that they made a couple weeks ago, all the guys are going to be active in it. So we'll see maybe who gets the last laugh on that trade. I am going Clayton. All of the guys except for Undisputed, without a doubt, RB1 you for the Arizona Cardinals. You don't have Kenyon Drake Edmonds. on your team. You don't have Kenyon Drake on your team. I'm picking Clayton. I've got Edmonds on by. I've got Gibson on a by, and I've got Hopkins on a by. That's three starters. You you said it. Lineup's a little gross. I'm gonna have somebody's gonna have to pop for me to win, and I just I don't know yet if that's gonna happen. Yeah, I got Clayton as well. I just think the receiving core that he's gonna bring out this week with Julio Jones, Kenny Galladay, among others, uh, and the very slim outside chance of CMC returning, possibly, maybe, probably not, but uh, he still has Mike Davis, and they're going up against Atlanta, so I do think that there will be some output there, despite the past couple weeks, so I got Clayton on this one. Another unanimous pick. Clayton, we all got you, man. The Red Rocket might be rocking up your standings here soon. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> nice one. Yeah, yeah. Nice um, one. Going into the final matchup of the week, which is my personal matchup. Really excited for this one. Tim is going to lay it out. Yeah, so in this one we have Steven versus Hayden. It is time for everyone's favorite game. Hey. Quarterback. Will Steven start this week? Woohoo. Currently he has Justin Herbert finally listening to me in his starting lineup at Denver. Gotta check the weather on that one. Tom Brady at the Giants. That could be juicy. Sean Watson on bye. I mean, that, you, you don't even have to worry about playing him this That's week. That's huge. That's huge. Only three to pick from. Baker Mayfield versus the Raiders. I pick Herbert. Pending weather um, at Denver right now. It's supposed to be sunny. Let's roll with the Herbs. I think you go with the goat, man. 
I think you go with the GOAT. Tom Brady getting his new toy, Antonio Brown, back this week. Or no, I'm sorry. Does he get this week or next week? It's I, week nine. Yeah, I think it's I week I should probably nine. know this as the new proud owner of Antonio Brown. But anyways, so no, he doesn't get Antonio Brown. But I think at the Giants, Tom Brady's been playing out of his mind lately. Yeah, because you start. That's, that's a tough one. Yeah, between Brady and the Giants there. Yeah, I got Tom Brady as well. Just because, honestly, when you think about it, having your quarterback on Monday Night Football, you know exactly how many points you're going to need to win. So I always like that situation as well. Go, yeah. go. So, yeah, this is a matchup between the two teams currently tied for number two uh. in the power ranking. So we're uh. going to find out who the second best team in this league, this league. is. Please stand up. Steven, is Michael Thomas over the drama? We'll find out. Um, also, you know, word of advice, if I'm you, I, I'm doing everything I can to try to trade for a running back. You want to win the inaugural season of this league, you're going to need a little extra punch in the playoffs. So go get you a running back. Um, for you to pull this off, you have a juicy matchup, George Kittle against the Seahawks. Uh, Debo's going to be out, so 49ers might lean on Kittle a lot, and he might put up another 40-burger for you. Hayden, you've got a few good matchups as well. Uh, we got to see if Aaron Jones comes back from injury. But Mahomes versus the Jets, I mean, that's that's a matchup that could win the game for you. you got Cooper Cup against Miami, um, Ronald Jones against the Giants. It's just you've got a few guys that could go off for you. Um, but like we talked about earlier, that tight end spot, you're going to play Drew Sample against Tennessee. Uh, Hi, I'm Drew Sample. I, I don't know what else to say on that one. I, I just It's a glaring weakness that we'll see. All that said, I'm going to roll with Hayden. I'm going to roll the dice and roll with Hayden here. Yeah, this was, of all the matchups, the one that I probably took the longest in trying to decide who I thought was going to freaking win this. And I think it's going to be so, so close. Um, I would say when you look at this matchup, you've got Hayden with Aaron Jones hopefully coming back. I think that's honestly the key for me because Steven's got James Robinson on bye. His running backs don't look great. But then at the same time, you've got James Conner and Chase Claypool, both currently in Hayden's lineup going against the Stout Ravens. Um, And then Drew Sample. uh, Hi, I'm Drew Sample. (laughs) At tight end, that's, again, a dart throw, so – uh, really, it was a toss-up for me. I, I honestly see Aaron Jones as maybe bouncing back with a few touchdowns like he did when he first played Minnesota, and I said blind, blindly, let's go with Hayden. But I don't really know. Steven, dog, homie G, bro, you know you know, you my guy. You know you my guy. I'm picking Steven solely because A.J. Brown's playing the Bengals. Don't you agree, Tim? Yeah, he's going to score a lot. He's going to score Bengals. lots of points for you. Lots of points for you, Steven. Um, yeah, I just think, like, his studs, again, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, you get Michael Thomas back, George Kittle, Greg Kittle going up against the Seahawks. Seahawks love just uh, putting touchdowns on silver platters for tight ends. I think his studs are just going to overwhelm Hayden's team, and he's going to establish himself as the second-best team in the league. Steven, I'm picking you, homie. Yeah, one more thing I forgot to add on this game. I mean, James Robinson's on bye, so we'll see how Steven would perform if he'd never picked him up. Leonard Fournette starting. Who's? I mean, we got Leonard Fournette versus Ronald Jones in this matchup. It's going to be tug-of-war between the two of them, and then Latavius Murray still out there. I mean, it's going to be – Stevens receivers versus Hayden's running backs if uh, Jones comes back in place like he should. 
Yep. That Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette tug of war is going to be really interesting to watch. So, anything else to add for Week Eight? Nah, let's get into it. I'm, I mean, I'm excited, ready to watch some more football. 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 And of course, we get the return of Colt. Go Colts. Go Colts, baby. Coming Lions. You're going down. They better win, man. They better return win. of Michael Pittman Jr. Perhaps. Team Fair Life. Shout out Team Fair Life. That's all I got for y'all this week. Thank you for tuning in. As always, listen to us on the podcast platforms you care about. Spotify, Apple Music, at This League Pod. As always, subscribe. That helps us out. You know, we're not that big yet, but maybe we'll get there. I don't know. Who knows? So but subscribe anyways. Put a nice little review out there. Talk about how much you like my voice. Share us with your friends on the on the Twitters or whatever. And as always... Just like I want you to just look at it this week and just like just just use your elbow on your mouse pad and just crush the like button. Break it in half. Crush it. Why isn't it broken? Oh my god. Just click the damn button. Yeah. Like the podcast, dude. That'd help you. And as always, like I mentioned last week, Twitter and Insta, we're hot. We're rolling. Follow us at this league underscore pod on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any comments, concerns compliments email us at, at this league 2020 at gmail.com yeah I anything got, else i got a quick concern quit using that horrible picture of me <laughs> for the pickups <laughs> that was in the middle of quarantine <laughs> i look like a werewolf we need to get rid of that <laughs> if we need to do a picture day we'll get some people out here <laughs> i know people okay? the worst picture the better it makes it fun <laughs> I know. If that's not enough advertisement to go freaking follow our social medias, do it. Go make fun of me. We post some great pictures. But that is all for us this week. I am Chris. God bless your sweet, loving soul for tuning in this week. That was beautiful. Peace. Go on, get. Powder folks, let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league.